Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning. Good morning. Daddy, I talking about your poop. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. B-I-G. I'm being quite honest with you. Uh, I, I'm the fastest YouTuber. I'm the fastest entertainer on the planet. I could be talking about running. Running. I could be the quickest man on the planet. You know, I'm everywhere, Instagram. baby. I'm everywhere. Yeah, I'm everywhere. And uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm betting $100,000 that I'm the fastest man on the planet. I'm the fastest man on the planet. Uh, but yeah. Sometimes I get very angry and I don't know where it comes from. It's like a cauldron and it's just boiling all the time. Why and all that? of a sudden, I don't know why. It just is. All I want to do is zoom, zoom, zoom. Boom, boom, boom. Just shake your room. And now, it's Tuesday somewhere, so you know what that means. It's Taco Tuesday! Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Uh, brand new Kevin Abicho. It's Tuesday morning, the 23rd of July. Who's the uh, who's the little Muppet in the side of the, the other side of the room there? Welcome I'm, back, Jensen. I, I feel I'm excited to be here. We're excited wow. to have you. Yeah. I'm happy I did not here. expect to see you until at least August. Right. Patern- <laughs> paternity break uh, is over. Mm-hmm. I'm here. I'm a father. Do I look any different to you? A little bit, yeah. Look tired. I feel yeah. tired. So that's, uh, <laughs> that's relatable. Here's the difference is that being if he was offered four months, he's like, all right, I'll see you in four months of a day. If anyone is looking for a gig and Intercom is hiring, it's something to know that we found. We all found out at the same time. I had no idea. That they offer paternity and maternity leaves up to four months. Wow. Which is a yeah. long time. That's very generous. Yeah, it's very generous and nice. But I said to them, that seems unnecessary. I'll do about two to three weeks and I'm back. Mm-hmm. And, and then you said, but I will bank those extra months. Yeah. Thank you. I'll take them later when he's 15. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I, I had an amazing break of, you know, obviously a lot of uh, false starts. Yeah, and a lot of t- drama. Tough things. A lot we of went. drama in the first couple of weeks for sure. That's right. And now we're home and we're, we're, we're learning to be parents together. And uh, we're doing good. Yeah. And this is the best part of parenthood where you leave the house in the morning and say, good luck, wife, and walk out the door. I mean, you don't say it, but you think it. You think it, right, yeah. Uh, I do call my wife wife. Uh, It's very weird. Uh, But I do, I I have realized that I knew very little about parent. I mean, I guess you learn even your parents knew nothing. Like, no one knows anything. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah, right, right, exactly. So, uh... I, I realized this morning, I kept going, why is, is his diaper not on tight enough? Like, is I, why is there pee still coming out of the top of it? Like, that that's not supposed to happen. And then I realized I've been putting on the diaper with his penis straight up. Like, oh. I haven't been pushing his penis down. So he's just been peeing on himself for a couple of days. That's, that's not cooler. in any books? No, no, no. I've never read it. Hmm. Oh, I even, feel like that's a big thing people should tell you. Well, there you go. I Push mean, even, even having a penis myself, I didn't put that together. Yeah. Yeah. 
You know, most I guess people, that makes sense. I think yeah. most people grow up thinking that their parents knew everything. No, they oh, no question. And then you don't realize until you have to be a parent that they were winging it too. Oh, yeah, By the way, every step it. of the way, when, when your kid's six, when your kid's 10, 15, yeah. you're just going to be guessing. Yeah, that's it. I asked my mom the exact same thing. I was like, I thought you guys knew everything. And she's like, no, what would give you that idea? <laughs> <laughs> now, is it super, I know we'll talk more about this later, but yeah. is it driving you crazy to be away from him now? Because um, you haven't been kind of, uh, you know, out of the room no, with not, him for a month now. No, I have not left. Uh, my wife is so good at this, and it's like it takes so much stress off my back that she is such a efficient, smart human being. Like born to be a mom. Yes, and so mm. I don't have to worry much. I mean, I miss him, and I miss her, and I miss our team. But like, I I am fine coming home in a couple hours. Well, you have a team? I mean, if, if you heard, yeah, we have a whole squad. What? Uh, we moved wow, in fifteen great. people. One 15. person, one person just massages him with lotion. That is nice. Every twenty minutes, <laughs> oh, I need uh, that. Another person cuts his hair. He has so much hair. I mean, well, you're does. not kidding. Though. So every couple minutes, we have to cut his hair because it keeps growing. He really is. He looks like a chiclet in a wig. Like it's like a he's like a little ah, white. An amazing oh, amount of hair. He has so much hair. It's very odd. Oh, I love it. His hairline Dude. is like his eyebrows. His sideburns are growing into a beard. He yes. did. He did have really long hair that it almost looked like it could be sideburns. Yes. Well, he does. It's not could be. He has sideburns. Oh my and god, I love they're it. They're like mutton chopping. Guys, I don't Youngest even have sight with a beard. Yeah, he's turning into Youngest like he's turning into like Catfish Hunter, the 1970s baseball player. <laughs> Full turning facial hair all around. Good reference. Thank I you. have missed those right? 70s Oakland Athletics references, by the way. Go, I'll get ready for Carney Lansford later. All right, let me uh, let me do this before we get off and run it on a very busy uh, show because we do have a lot going on today. Um, this young man's name is uh, Evan Dennison. He was just an ordinary teenager in Portage, Indiana, with a dream of becoming a legend, as many teams, uh, teens have that dream. But he has now achieved the goal with the help of his trusty bathrobe. Listen to his <laughs> dynamic description of his bathrobe, and then you'll see how that led him to legendary status in his hometown. A navy blue robe with little blue, I mean little white, like lines around like the links of the robe and right here pockets right here they're about they can fit my whole hands in them and I I mean so far he's a legend right I mean a robe I mean, with pockets here's the thing is it don't we all have that but you haven't heard what he did with okay. his bathroom. Also, should he be in the same room as the microphone? <laughs> I don't <laughs> no, know. No. I don't know what that's about but he's very soft spoken. Yeah. And I have pretty big hands. Um, uh, then you just tie it here. It's pretty much just a basic robe. Okay, so it's just a basic robe mm-hmm. until Evan makes this decision. But pop that basic robe in a field with good lighting and presto, it becomes legendary. What? At least that's what Evan Dennison's goal was when he posed for these senior portraits in his beloved bathrobe. So he decided he was going to wear his bathrobe for his senior portraits. That's what was going to make him a legend, you guys. That's what's going to make him the Evan Devison from the from you know from the class of uh, 2019 that no one would ever forget. Sure. Mm-hmm. Now, it's been a long time since I uh, had a senior portrait taken, but I thought it was a thing that you did at the school where you go and there's a professional photographer and you go and you sit down and they take your picture. Do you take your own pictures now? 
You I, can. Some some people actually have official photographers that they like to use because they, I don't know, they've gotten to know them through the years or whatever. And I think a lot like like engagement photos or, you know, wedding photos, there's ones that you take in the wedding, per se. Yes. But then there's ones you could just take outside, like, like a full set. And I think that's mm-hmm. what he's doing. That's what he's doing. He's yeah. got a photographer, and she was not necessarily on board with his plan either. <laughs> At first, his photographer cousin wasn't having it. I changed in the field, in my room, and... Me and her argued for about like five minutes for me to take it off. What? And I I won the argument, clearly. So photographer Tiffany Clark snapped away. And the results were hilarious. The Indiana teen says it was all about comfort and making his friends laugh. Now, Kevin, you're a guy who uh, is down to just two things to crack your friends up. Yeah. Does this work for you? I mean, I don't think that would make anyone laugh. Mm-mm. He's a big bathrobe. What were they arguing over? He and his cousin when he said she, she was saying like take uh, off the robe. No, she, he was yeah, take it off. It's not serious. Put on normal outfits. Oh, okay. Not like yeah, doing. I thought naked, she was bro. looking for naked. No, I wasn't out there in the field. <laughs> she thought it was a stupid idea that he was taking well, his studio stupid... photos in a bathrobe. Yeah, but he, again, as you'll hear, he's trying to crack up his friends. Most graduation pictures I see are like really formal and stuff. So. I didn't want to do that. I wanted it to be something that was like really funny, not so formal, kind of goofy. So I decided that it would be way better done in a bathroom. Okay. <laughs> Listen, you can just you can tell you can tell by the way he delivers this wonderful story that he's very entertaining and he knows how to crack up. Also, he, he smokes a lot of weed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's already a legend as far as work is concerned. He didn't even need the bathroom. No, correct. Just, just and he he better be the commencement speaker for this high school too. It take me through this pitch to this TV station. Mm-hmm. This is so inside edition. No, point. it is. Not is. a national show yes. picked this up. Yes, it is Inside Edition that did this interview. Unbelievable. Well, you worked on the wacky side of news. We got to you know cover weirdos and funny things and events that are happening and stuff like that. Aren't they thrilled to have this story? I'd be what like, did they say Indiana. No, this is a nothing story. He's in a bathrobe in a field, and oh, we right. can't hear him. I'd be like, yeah. let me know if a rhino humps you, then we'll do a story on it. <laughs> oh, right. also, I see. They're covering it like it's an election. Also, it's very it's not, weird. Not done like real. It's done so serious. Yeah. The entire story, Allie, you put your finger on it, is a kid wearing a bathroom I mean, in a field. That's it. Like, they pitched this to Inside Edition. They're like, we'll fly out. Right. Yes. And then they then they listened to his story and went, let's let him tell it, because this is <laughs> this is really good. That's right. He, uh, by the way, uh, they took 95 photos, mm-hmm. and his, his uh, mom says, as much as she loves her son, she will not be posting any of them in her house. She refuses to accept oh, that this is his His mom secret. hates him, just like the rest of the family. He, he also was asked uh, later in the interview, I won't make you endure it, if he was planning on wearing the bathrobe to prom. And he said no, but he might bring it along for good luck, whatever the hell that means. Yes. Yeah. So, there you go. Legend, you guys. Legend. Legend. Well, I didn't realize legend status was so easy to get to. <laughs> Kevin Dennison, t- 2020, I guess. I have a hangnail. I'm thinking about calling Inside Edition. <laughs> have them cover the emergency. Cover anything. They'll love it. All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? How could you have possibly kept a secret like that? Bean, uh, Bean's very angry about his Uber rating. Well, I didn't know. How did you not know? I never knew where the rating was on the app. I'd never looked at it. I'd never seen it. I literally had no idea until this weekend. All right. 
Uh, cheers. And now I'm filing suit. Oh, wow. I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> cheers with Beer Mug on the program today. Fantastic. Talking about the uh, moon landing. People who The talk, alleged moon landing. People who talk, and this is a, a phone topic that I'm very excited about mm-hmm. because all of us do this. People who talk too much about one thing. You just won't shut up about that one topic. Like what? Give me an example. I mean, <laughs> peaky <laughs> mother effing blinders. I mean, someone in San Diego said, watched because of you, favorite show. I'm like, you're welcome. So. All right, let me give you another example. Um, European soccer. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are we just doing All the right. segment now? <laughs> <laughs> No, we'll be doing it later, but we do have, every one of us started taking notes. Right after we decided this, we were all, I'm going to write that down, whatever uh-huh. you just were talking about. Mm-hmm. So we got, uh, you know, we're ready to go for this Minor one. League Baseball <laughs> Team Logos. Me. Oh, okay. I send those around to everyone. Uh, often. No one's ever asked me for them. <laughs> <laughs> no follow-up questions. They don't know yet yeah. what, the, what the magic is. Sometimes I just send them and no one responds. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we also have uh, bathroom carpets. What's up? Who carpets their bathroom? This oh, seems like a terrible idea. Oh, just gross so people. gross. Yeah. Terrible. Oh, so much pee around the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, you're taking to see 21 Pilots as well. We'll take a break. We will come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and B. KU Rock Carol Q. So what's next for Evan and his robe? I might get some more robes, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting some more robes, you guys. That guy sounds sexy, right? Hey, Allie. Hey, Bean. What's happening? What's well, going on? What's happening and what's going on is it's official. As of yesterday, Avengers Endgame has officially dethroned Avatar as the highest grossing movie of all time. Yes. And Avatar's director, James Cameron, sent a congratulatory note to Marvel for the box office record. He wrote, I see you, Marvel. Congratulations to Avengers Endgame on becoming the new box office king. So, I guess that's over. It's quite a battle. It's quite a battle. Edge of my seat. Yeah. People were really wondering what was going to happen. It's just Disney handing it back and forth because they own Avatar. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Um, Old Town Road, you guys. Still a thing? Still More a, than thing. a thing. Yeah. More uh, than a thing. It has ruled the Billboard Hot 100 for a 16th week, tying the record for the most time at number one in the chart's six-decade history. Yeah. So right now, tied with Despacito and Mariah Carey and Boyce Men's One Sweet Day. Both of those spent a record 16 weeks on top of the Hot 100. So one more week and Lil Nas X is going to own that record, you guys. Mm. Yeah, he's fended off like Ed Sheeran, Taylor Swift. It's crazy. He's taken like that he's, is crazy. It's an incredibly big song. I mean, possibly the biggest song of all time when this all plays out as far as chart wise. It might be. Yeah, it might be. And I mean, the guy is doing it in the best way. He's just like, you know what? Let's do another remix. Yeah. Keep it there even longer. So we had the original song. Then he brought in Billy Ray Cyrus. Then he brought in Diplo to do a remix, and then the latest remix is the, uh, the Yodel Boy uh, from Walmart and right? Young Thug. And <laughs> I mean, anytime a song has the lyrics, um, if you ain't got no giddy up, then giddy out my way, it deserves to be number That's one. That's pretty strong. Yeah. 
And they say the next one is Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. And I Megan know Mariah Carey has said she wants to do it. See? It's cuckoo. I hope this goes on for years. I, I hope, hope it, it goes doesn't. on throughout my whole life. Yeah, this could be the last number one record ever. Forever. I want the last one to be Adler Carp featuring Bill <laughs> yes. Mazzetz. I want him to be a full-grown man. That'd I like it. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. I like it so much, you guys. This is an interesting story. We always say, oh, how do you even like get any play when your album comes out? It's like, okay, hey, I have a new album. Listen to some songs. Well, what if you release that album with kind of an unorthodox rollout on Netflix with an animated music series? That is funny. It's crazy, right? <laughs> so Kid Cudi has partnered with TV producer Kenya Barris. We all know him from Blackish. And what he's going to do is he's going to roll out his upcoming LP, Enter Galactic, as a foundation for a new project billed as a, quote, adult animated music series. So it's going to follow a young man, played by Kid Cudi, on his journey to discover love. And basically, the album is going to be the music to showcase throughout the whole narrative of the show. Great album. Great album. I didn't know who I was until I heard this album. Okay, I don't think you've heard it yet. I haven't um, heard it yet, so. But, yeah. Release date and further casting details to Enter Galactic have yet to be announced. But that's a new way of doing things. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, like it. All right. You'll accept it. Yeah. Some birthdays for you guys. Harry from the Harry Potter movies. Daniel Radcliffe. Right? Love. Turns Love 45 today. He is 72. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of people know that. Uh, happy birthday to Woody Harrelson, Slash, Monica Lewinsky, Marlon Wayans, and Katherine Hahn. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. All right, we've all uh, we've all taken Uber or Lyft. I have never had this experience. And by the way, uh, as soon as I tell you this story, then I'm going to tell you the outrage that I feel oh. over finding out what my Uber rating is over the weekend. <laughs> um this is a lady who she and her boyfriend are back uh, coming back from a, an evening out, and she, I don't know whether it was intentional or it was by accident, but at some point, her boyfriend knocked her box of Skittles out of her hand. Mm-hmm. Okay. Skittles. Okay? Mm-hmm. Little candies. So there's a picture of about, I don't know, 20 Skittles on the uh, floorboard in front of the back seat. Uh, of the car, okay? Mm-hmm. She left them there, which is a dick move. Yeah. She also got a $100 cleaning fee from Uber. <gasps> no. $100. $100. It would take 30 seconds to to reach down and pick up these Skittles. They're not ground. The chocolate isn't ground into the floorboards or anything Skittles like that. Skittles don't have They're chocolate, not- but okay, it's fine, candy guy. Hey, listen, one question. Before <laughs> detail I need, yes. did it go under the seat at all? Uh, no. Well, no, <clears throat> it did not go under the seat. I mean, how relevant is that? Big time relevant. Why? How? Why? Because have you ever dropped a fry in yeah. there? It's there forever. Like if someone buys your car, it stays there too. Hundred fifty no, years mean, from here, it'll it'll still be there, and that, that's what the problem is. With that's the only true if you try to clean it while you're driving. But if you pull over and climb on it, you can get everything. Oh my God. Hand under the you seat, and everything. you feel all the Ew. iron and stuff. Easy, Ew. you're gross. And all the, <laughs> did you say feel the iron? And yeah, that's like, what's freaking all you out. The metal yeah, and like that, the open it's and like, the webs and all the oh, Ew. and the little uh, the elf who reaches there. up yes. and touches your fingers. What's happening? I had a different car than you guys. All the worms, all the worms, and the rats. Oh my gosh. And then the, the scream, the guy was like, ah! <laughs> You're like, what? Did someone, a full man? 
I think we're off uh, topic here. <laughs> okay, back to you. Um, so here's the note she gets. Oh, a, a mess that resulted from your trip required professional cleaning. Come on. When a cleaning fee request is submitted by your partner slash driver, we access and charge the cleaning fee in accordance with the extent of the mess and the reasonable cost of cleaning. Due to the severity of the incident of this trip, a cleaning fee of $100 was applied. We've attached a photo from the incident to this message. Now, is this just a punishment for what a slob you are for for knocking candy into the back of my car? I mean, and I would guess making me pick it up. I would guess so, but aren't you sort of? Isn't that a tiny little thing to blow off a customer for for probably life if that person has to pay a hundred bucks? I don't know. I mean, I guess you, if you're an Uber driver, you factor in your time in that right. you now have to deal with that at 11 o'clock at night or something like that because you don't really want to go and pick up somebody else if you've got food in the back seat of your, you know, on the floorboard of your back seat. It's not food, the, though. It's candy. In the picture, is it the actual whole Skittles or are they ground up? They're into not the ground carpeting? up at all. They're not grounded up at all. Yeah. yeah, it's just. I mean, honestly, it would take thirty seconds yeah. to pick those up. But uh, what if it's what if Uber only allows them one kind of note? Like, oh, the, I had to clean it up. It's not like they can say, okay, well, it's twenty dollars worth of cleanup. It's, it's like, just one hundred. It's or just nothing. a standard yeah. number. So, in other words, it would be a hundred dollars if you vomited in the back of the car, that's which would I'm, be a yeah, far more extensive cleanup. Well, well that, maybe it goes higher, but not lower. Oh, yeah. Maybe the cleanup the minimum fee is a hundred dollars. Yeah, maybe. It's maybe. A, yeah. Mm. yeah. So anyway, I don't know. They uh, believe it or not, they I mean, you you won't be surprised. They were very surprised, you know. But there were of also course. people who kind of came at them when she posted this and said, "Look, you you think throwing around uh, food in a vehicle is polite? Why didn't you just pick them up?" So there people were definitely putting the blame on her, and the blame should be on her. I think both are true. The blame should be on her and maybe 100 bucks is a little steep. Yeah, yeah. that's what I thought too. Okay, now. So, I'm taking an Uber over the weekend. And I don't know why I never knew this or never looked at this or never thought about this at all. But on the Uber app, for whatever reason, I clicked on my settings. Um, and I saw my Uber rating for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. Now, you guys said you talked about this at some point when yeah, I was well, there. Here, here's the thing. Um, okay. in, in Uber, you rate them. Right. And then they also rate you as a customer. So if you're that's a right. horrible customer, an Uber driver can look at that and say, not picking up that guy. Yeah, That's right. And that's mm-hmm. what happens. So then now, we, all, we compared all of our ratings. Yes, Pete. Okay, you so here. the maximum you can have is five, right? Mm-hmm. And you would think that you would think that you could be a four and be fine, but that's not how it works in Uber. If you're a four nine or a five, you're considered excellent. Okay, if you're a four eight, that's only considered good. A what? four seven is merely fine. Four six is borderline, and anything below four six, drivers may not pick you up. So well, in other a four words, six out of five, yes. That's at the that's at the point where some drivers think this person is not worth picking up. That's how critical your Uber rating is because there are times where you're going to want an Uber and somebody's just going to say, "Ooh, you're a four five, not worth the risk." That was shocking to me, first of all. Yeah, wow. I, it, okay. why even why even have that eye of a score? Just give us right. No, like it seems crazy. Why even have a three as an option? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So, what did you guys come up? What, what were your scores when when you looked at it? Uh, mine was four point eight eight. So that Pretty means four point nine. I am out of reach. I can't. I can't get to that level. I am uh, four point eight five. Okay. Smaller, I'm so much lower. better than you, Allie. I don't remember mine, but I feel like it was one of the highest ones. 
but I no longer use Uber, so Some, I'd like have to. Lying. No, I'd have to re-download <laughs> it. Don't remember, it, but it was pretty high. I'm sure, it was a five point two. I met him in Niagara Falls, <laughs> and uh, I don't remember. It was like a four eight or four nine. Okay. So other yeah. By the way, there's a huge difference. If Bean's right, there's a huge difference between four eight and four nine. Huh. Yeah. Okay. That's crazy. Okay, I am horrified Uh-oh. Uh-oh. and humiliated. Oh no. And completely gobsmacked. Okay. Before I tell you what my number is, because you guys know me in public, I'm a very polite guy, right? Right. Yes, well, you would uh, agree with that. Yes, yeah. you're very polite. Yes, yes. I mean so polite. much so that maybe you talk to people all over the place. Maybe when too much. By. Yeah, okay. I mean, and I don't. Uh, you know, I'm not sitting in the back of their car <laughs> vaping. Have you heard of the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald? <laughs> and I'm not. Uh, I'm not bringing food Was in. Was Shaq dancing to the inter- interrupters? <laughs> and I'm and, and I'm I'm not. Uh, you know, smelly or rude or any of the things that you think would make somebody give you a low it's right, rating. B. It's okay. okay. You're among, so, you're among friends. But how, so how am I a 4.77? How did I get a yes. 4.77? Oh. You're a horrible, horrible Uber rider. You're treading into do not pick up yes. territory. Yes. I don't understand that. I mean, I legitimately, that's all I've done since I saw this. It's okay, this, buddy. It's is, okay. Is walk through every Uber ride I've ever taken. Now, the only thing I will say is I really rarely tip on Uber. They, but, okay? I, but I think they don't know. What? They rate you There's before no... they rate you before oh, they, they see do. if you yes, tipped they or not. That's what they say. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah. But Ali, you sometimes can rate an Uber driver two days after you take the trip if you haven't True. used your yeah. absence. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? So maybe it's the same with them. The only thing I could think that might Why be... Why don't you ever tip? Um, I tip if it's bastard. exceptional. I tip if it's exceptional, but I al- almost always give a five-star rating. I can't even remember the last time I didn't give a five-star rating for an Uber Oh, that's driver. good, because they could pay rent with the five stars. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't usually tip because, you know, it's already, you know, $33 to the airport or something like that. I feel like it's a, it's a lot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But okay. they're driving you to the airport. I understand, okay. and that's what they're being paid to do. But my point is, <laughs> what did I do? To get a 4.77, which based on the scale that I found in the Washington Post, it's okay, buddy. Is super low. It's okay. We lower, took, than, lower than any of you in that room. We well, took calls from Uber drivers, and yes. they said a couple different things that they ding people for. One, we were astounded. <laughs> if you shut the door with too much vigor. Like if you oh, slam, if you slam the door, the door wow. even if you don't even mean it, you just don't know your own strength. They will ding you for that. Mm-hmm. Also, one of the biggest things that they ding you for is if you tell them like a different route mm-hmm. when they think, well, I've got GPS, I know where I'm going. And all of a sudden you're like, no, turn right here, turn left here. I and you're kind of, of backseat things. driving. Don't Neither of those, of those things. things. Do you talk to them? I do. I always Boom! talk to them. That's it. Sometimes, I, yeah, that's it. I see on the, I, I've asked Uber drivers before, and they say they ding you if you talk about, like, old Casey Kasem tapes or, like, <laughs> old, old Rick D shows. 100% yeah. oh, that's no. it. Yeah. I'm a usually, terrible conversationalist. I'm a, I am not a terrible oh, conversationalist, dear by the Lord. way. And why did you get a 4.77? I can't answer that. I can. <laughs> you just did. Dick, 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 what a dick, 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 d
dick, dick. Look. What a giant dick. I already dick. feel bad about it. Beans a dick, dick, dick. Beans a dick, dick. Sung by an Uber driver. Beans a dick, dick, dick. What a dick, 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 dick. Beans a dick, 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 dick. Hey, Roman. Hey. Yeah, I mean, 4.7 beans, you must be horrid. I'm not horrible. <laughs> I'm telling no, you, I didn't okay, do anything. Let me tell you how the ratings go. Now, you, okay, drive, so Uber. you drive Uber. You drive Uber, right? Yeah, I've been driving for six years. Um, and I have a 4.99, and the only reason I have a 4.99 is because someone like you, that a 4.7 got in, was probably pissed the seat was too far back. Boom. So, so Roman hates Bean already. Roman, would you even <laughs> would you even pick up a four point seven? Really? Yeah, because we see we, we see what goes on first. You know, you see the call come in, and then you'll see the number pop up, and and sometimes it's like, well, if it's not busy, I'll grab it. But usually, it's you know, like you meet one dick, you meet a dick. You meet eight dicks. You know, like you're the dick. That yeah. was Ali's so, quote yeah, in high school right? yearbook. Yeah. Okay, Go but on. hold on, Roman. Hold on a second. Is it possible that I got fives from every single Uber driver I ever took, except for one who gave me a one no. for some reason, not, and that dragged a, me chance. down to a four seven seven? Not a chance. He's saying no, not a chance. That, it, it, it takes so much to get down past four point nine for riders. Really? It's it's really hard. Yeah. And I'm really depressed yeah. now. Yeah, and the way they, the, so the way we rate, it goes cleanliness, conversation, eh, bean, um, and then maybe, you know, it's like um, you know other issues. You know, it's there's a lot that goes into it. So we rate specific things, and then you can leave notes too. Oh, no. So I would love to see your notes. Notes. How, How do we awesome. get to beans? Notes. How do we find the notes? Well, I mean, yeah, I, I, the only thing I could do is, you know, ride, ride by the studio and see it. You know, have Bean request the ride and, and, and take it and see oh, what happens. Oh, I see. Okay. So you we have would time have to, to drive to Seattle? <laughs> we, would, we, would, we would have to sign into or New his Orleans, account. New Orleans, yeah. New Orleans, yeah. yeah. We should sign into his account and Boom. then have someone pick up his ride and then we can see oh, his let's notes. Let's do this. I love it. We have All to right, sit right, I love it. Thank you, Robert. Bean, 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 K-Rock. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, uh, man, Muggs is yes! It's okay. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> Jeez, was, now Muggs is yelling at me. <laughs> Muggs was invited. Okay. All right. Beer mug. Yo, yo, yo. Good morning, everybody. 
Whoa, burst of energy. A lot of coffee just now. Don't ever do that. No, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. How's um, how's Cheers with Beer Mug going? Cheers with Beer Mug, I think, is taking a toll on my liver, but it is great mm-hmm. on my social life. Okay. <laughs> uh, you, you sacrifice for the show. We appreciate that. I do. And you, we all know this past weekend, Saturday, 50 days, 50 years, rather, not days, years. <laughs> <laughs> Very different. Yeah. We, been, we sent the right guy. It's been 50 years. days since we were on the moon. <laughs> 50 years to the day on Saturday where Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and those other guys step Michael, foot on the Michael moon. Collins, oh, okay. Nobody else stepped foot on the moon, just those two. So I thought, what better question? <laughs> well, how many people through. how many people did you think stood on the moon that All day? those other people, <laughs> these. They, they landed the, on it. Yeah, it was just know. the two guys, though. They landed on it. You know that, right, Bugs? Wait, but there's other guys in the in the lunar module, right? There was Michael Collins, the yeah, guy the who... lunar module. That was oh, it. There was oh, three <laughs> people with us. Okay. This is better than anything you're going to play. By the way, if you're Michael Collins, aren't you just jumping out? I don't care what... What you guys Absolutely. say? I'm on the moon, yeah. and I'm gonna have my feet touch the surface. He claims he did not want to do that. He oh. claims he was fine to stay behind. Yeah, but, sure. But we digress. All okay. right. So what was the, what was the question you asked at the so, bar? So yeah, it being at the 50th anniversary this past week, and I thought, what better question to, than to ask a bunch of drunkards? Was it fake or was it real? In this Ooh. edition of Cheers with Beer Mugs. Beer Mug, he wants to go where everybody knows his name. Yeah. Asking questions with no shame. What do you, what do you? <laughs> He's already drunk as a skunk, but people are glad he came. Oh. Beer Mug wants to go where everyone knows his name. Wow. Wow. All right, so you, when did you go? This was on Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. You went there and you asked the people the question, Mm -hmm. and here's what they had to say. Jimmy, yesterday was the 50th anniversary that that man stepped foot on the moon. I like that you started. Smashed. (laughs) Smashed. Not just drunk, but smashed. Smashed. Do you think that really happened, or do you not think that really happened? You know, it's kind of funny, because everybody wants to storm Area 51 lately. And they had that video, I don't know how many years ago, about it being filmed out in the desert and blah, blah, blah. But I do believe they land on the moon. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. You know? And, uh, honestly. Yeah, honestly. Universal became, like, it all the top notch. Like, they reenacted it all the time, bro. Oh. You're saying in 1969, they created it in a movie studio as well. 69, bro. That's a good era. <laughs> 50 years to the day. Yesterday, since the man landed on the moon. Do you, be- do, you, do you believe that actually happened? Or are you a conspiracy theorist? No, I think it really happened. We're talking about on the moon, baby. Can we hire him? <laughs> Amazing. Wow. <laughs> on the moon. I can't drunk when I'm f- rapping. What? I can't rap when I'm drinking. I'm sorry, what? It's <laughs> going on. I like that he says what to himself. Like, I didn't understand me. I can't drunk when I'm f- rapping. What? I can't rap when I'm drinking. Drunken. Drink. Ever since I could remember, I was popping my collar, popping, popping my collar. Do you believe that man landed on the moon? What band? Man, uh, not, not band, a man. <laughs> what band? Wait, you're hey. telling me that a band landed on the moon? <laughs> Can I request that this Cheers with Beer Mug never ends? 
man in general? It's not a band, it's man. Uh, do you believe a band? La do you believe a, a band landed on the moon? I think I think they did. Yeah. Pink Floyd. Yeah, I think it was them. Do you believe that man landed on the moon? I believe we landed on the moon, and I don't believe anything that to the fact of what? oh we faked it to be the first ones, quote unquote, when we really couldn't do it. They could do it. They did it. Uh, do you think there's uh, aliens out there? Actually, I believe I'm an alien. <laughs> I'm an alien in a human suit because I don't think aliens can grow this beard that I'm growing right now. He's just a good old boy. I'm sorry. Why are you singing that song all of a sudden? Well, that, Sundays are karaoke nights, so I think somebody was singing that, so I was singing along. Oh, I see. Okay. He's just a good old boy. He didn't mean no harm. Oh. <laughs> How drunk would you, would you guys have to be to sing the Dukes of Hazard theme song at karaoke? Not, not very, to be honest. <laughs> it's, it's a real statement. Also. Not really, but we do need to have karaoke night with mugs. I think that's the thing we need to start doing. In real life, I don't know, but it sure seemed to be very real. Uh, what? I believe, too. Oh. I, I think it did, yeah. Without a doubt. Those conspiracy theorists need to... Suck a moon rock, right? You know what I'm saying? Suck a moon rock. Or suck my moon. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, oh, come on. Wow. Got a little angry at the end there. Wow. Huh? Oh, man. Look, sometimes you just got to bring it at the end as a big wrap-up. See? That's what Muggs tried to do. So no no uh, doubters, really. Okay. Although that one person in the middle was saying yeah. uh, Universal, Universal is a really good... I don't know. That was odd. He didn't confirm nor deny it. Everybody so. you interviewed was like a second away from calling their ex-wife a bitch. Like, <laughs> it's just like so sad. Yeah. Sad but good. He's already drunk as a skunk, but people are glad he came. Beer mug wants to go where everyone knows his name. Oh, 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 wow. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. 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 Q. So depressed about my Uber rating. I mean, you're not getting a ride anytime soon. <laughs> what can I do? Yeah, you better Ooh, learn those not. scooters, right? But this is like fine. This would be like you found out like accidentally that no one at work likes you. You know what I mean? Oh no, it's, you know that straight up. You know no that accidental. ahead of time. Okay, right? bad example. Okay. Bad example. But uh, for other people though, it would yeah. be like you just found out like everybody else knew it, but you didn't. I just found out that Uber doesn't love me the way I love Uber, and that's very painful. What am I going to do about it? Uh, download Lyft? <laughs> yeah, just, I mean, just start quit over. Just start over. Just start yeah. over. They don't know oh, you. Yeah. That's they right. don't know you're a brand new person to them. Absolutely. So, so I should quit before I get fired. Exactly. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Let's revisit a uh, story we talked about a few days ago about this, uh, this guy who's the director of Iowa's social services agency. He is a huge fan, and that's to, uh, to, uh, to undersell it, of the late uh, rapper Tupac Shakur. He his whole life is Tupac. <laughs> Doesn't say whether he had a Tupac tattoo or not, but there's no way he didn't, right, guys? Agreed. He used to like to incorporate Tupac in in all of his official business. Like every email that he sent out had some kind of reference to Tupac. He would quote lyrics. He had Tupac Fridays there in the office where they would play his music. People would write to him and ask for uh, you know answers to questions about the agency, and he would respond with Tupac lyrics. That's how he'd write back to them. Uh, his 65th birthday party at the office. He's 65 and obsessed he, with Tupac. Right? Yes. And, and he looks like your typical office guy. Like he doesn't have any hip hop in, <laughs> just, right. in him at yeah, all. An at old all. white guy. Exactly. Yeah. 66 now and out of work because he was fired 
And the uh, the the governor of the state of Iowa is not saying it's because of his Tupac ex- obsession, but a lot of people think it is. He would send out emails to the entire company of over 4,000 employees with Tupac lyrics, okay? He had uh, Tupac Shakur-themed uh, cookies at his party, <laughs> decorated with the words thug life. This is a guy who, no matter what time of day or night or what the circumstances or situation was, was going to figure out a way to talk about Tupac. And we started thinking, how annoying must that have been? Even if you are also a fan of Tupac, how annoying must that have been to know that whatever the question, yeah. somehow Tupac was going to be involved in the answer? Yeah. That would be annoying quick. It would be very annoying quick. Yeah. Look, you can even like Tupac. But Agreed. at some point, yeah. you don't want to hear about it every minute of the day at work. It actually reminds me of an episode of Peaky Blinders. No, listen. <laughs> oh, Where? here we go. Come on. No? Here we go. And this is one <laughs> that Allie talks about too much. This is a perfect example. By the way, Peaky Blinders is a show that hasn't been on in like a year and a half, right, Allie? It's coming back. Okay, but it's it hasn't been on in at least a year and a half, right? It's been a while. It's been okay. a good chunk of change. Then how is it you are able to bring... It's not in the new... You're mm-hmm. able to bring it up every single day. It's not even on. It's not like it's on every night and you're coming in and talking about last night's episode. Mm-hmm. It's not on. I just feel there's so much, and the Shelby family has gone through so many changes that there's so much to talk about. Okay, but at some point, uh-huh. do you... You don't have Asperger's, I assume. I don't think so. You can tell, and we've made it clear, mm-hmm. that we've heard enough mm-hmm. about Peaky Blinders. Yeah. And so, do you start to feel bad about that? I feel like maybe just one one little nugget is just going to make you go, oh, really? It's going to turn us around completely. Yeah, I'm into oh, I this see. show. Okay. All right, let me it's check long, it out. It's a long con. Yeah. Right. <laughs> now, Kevin, weren't you at one point considering watching Peaky yes. Blinders, but then decided you couldn't because yes. of Allie? Yes, in reaction to Allie, I stopped. <laughs> yeah, I, I would never watch Peaky Blinders on principle. Right. Yeah. No, I'm out. I mean, you're just missing one of the greatest shows right, ever. Sure. And um, I mean, you're the one that suffers. So congratulations right. on that moral stand. So No, we all suffer. So, <laughs> so let me explain something that, that Bean does that makes me uh, upset. How dare you? And that is, I could probably completely ignore Taylor Swift. Probably just, she wouldn't mean anything. I wouldn't. Like her, hate her, follow her. Mm-hmm. I'd see a headline, I'd move on. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't have any feelings about her whatsoever. Can't hate her more. Because Bean talks so much about her. I barely and ever mention her. And he loves her so much. I barely like bring her Like when her, her name comes up, you go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you do that. Okay, that's true. And that so you're a- forcing me to hate her. <laughs> it's on you. The times that, okay, the times that I bring up First of all, Taylor Swift is a, is a, it may be an unfair example because she, in, in our line of work, she is in the news a lot. Yes. I mean, she is a huge pop culture star right now. So are a lot of right other now. pop stars that we don't talk about much, let what alone saying, every day. What I'm saying is, though, that it's it's not like I'm I'm shoehorning her into the conversation. Oh, it is. She comes up. Mm, she comes she up comes, because you bring her up. Allie brought her up on this this morning. So what's happening? Yeah. For instance, because of a yeah, that a, happens a, occasionally. Event that's happening. So what I what I'm saying is this isn't some. I'm not bringing up some obscure dinosaur right. that there's no reason to be talking about. I'm bringing Good up something example. that's kind of, <laughs> <laughs> something that's kind of <laughs> on everyone's mind anyway. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> She's not on everyone's mind yeah, that everybody's thinking about always. Let <laughs> me ask you a question. Are you aware that the room, and by the room I mean Allie, myself, Jensen, Chip, uh-huh. Uh-huh. really have had enough Taylor Swift talk? 
But I just feel like there's one little nugget is all you <laughs> See? need. See? <laughs> one little nugget is just yeah. turn all around. And you'll realize, oh, my God, you're right. She's fantastic. All right, since there's no examples of me, we're going to open the phones at 1-800-520-1067. That's the phone number. The topic is people talk about one thing way too much. Yeah, you've got that person in your life, in your family, in your marriage, at work, who just refuses to stop telling you he does CrossFit. As an example. Oh, man, that's a big one. Or it's astrology or it's what it could be anything or the paleo diet oh tell me more about the keto diet <laughs> oh, yeah. oh all the butter <laughs> tell me more oh. i'm sorry how many steps yeah. that's the one that drives me crazy oh i got a th- 1400 steps so far oh Shut please up. tell me about your tesla more <laughs> how big is the screen <laughs> so what's the thing that the person in your life will not stop talking about that even if you even if you on your own wouldn't care about right. it, now you hate it. Mm-hmm. Now you hate it, Kevin. I I joked earlier about uh, European soccer, and I <laughs> and I, I will say you do share a fair amount of European soccer news. That but maybe, I try to but I try to present it in a way that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Like today, I brought up Cristiano Ronaldo, but because on social media it says he's making a billion dollars, I'm mostly uh-huh. so concerned. now it's like I'll, social media. I'll tell you my biggest yes. problem with. Chip leaving, yeah, is what happens with hockey talk mm-hmm. because they come in and they talk hockey, and now Kevin will have zero. Oh, Allie's hockey. I've uh, liked hockey longer yeah. than both of them yeah. combined. Yeah, but not like. But it, not, I don't put it in your face, all annoying, like like Ducks fans. <laughs> yeah, what? but like, but like, no. But oh, I mean, shit. like Chip will walk yeah. over and be like, "You guys, did you see? Uh, did you see what's yeah, his name's mustache? She's big on like the trades and all. She's yeah. got every angle. And Kevin's into deep. it. And yeah. Kevin's into she's it. Gonna yeah, she but guess what she's gonna call. She's gonna call every day. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because Kevin's gonna have no one to talk about. All right. Let's take one call before the break. One eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. The person in your life talks too much about. One thing, it's driving you crazy. Lisa is in San Gabriel. She is on line one, and she joins us on K-Rock. Uh, good morning, Lisa. Hi, how are you guys? Hi, good, thank you. You know what we're talking about, right? That person just will yes. not shut up about the thing, right? Yes, exactly. All right, what is it? Uh, people at work that, you know, you try to go to lunch, you get away from work, and then all they do is start griping about their job or their, you know, people at work, and you're like... I'm at lunch trying to get away from it, you know. Is there no place you can go to get away from work talk? Non-stop work talk. Yeah, and then if you mention something like, oh, really? I don't want to talk about work right now. That actually happened yesterday, and I was like, "Mm." (laughs) hmm. What what do they say when you tell them you don't want to talk about work? Nothing until she leaves, and then they go. I was just listening, but then I went to say something, and they're like, okay, let's just eat lunch now. It's like time not to talk about work anymore. Wait, so the, like, you're okay. saying your friends talk about work too much, but they don't allow you to when you're ready? Exactly, okay. exactly. This All sounds right. like so a wrong. chill office space. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I predict you'll be at that job a long time, Lisa. Uh-huh. Or you've already been fired. All right, thank you for the call. 1-800-520-1067. Your call's coming up next on Carol. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Let's take one phone call. Let's make it Angel from Westminster. Good morning, Angel. Uh, good morning. How you guys doing? Good, thank Great. You. Somebody in your life is talking about something so much and you can't stand it. What's the topic? Actually, I'm that person. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> I talk about wrestling all the time with my wife from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep. Oh, oh boy. And let me guess, your wife is not a fan of wrestling. Well, actually, uh, the opposite. We we both met uh, training for wrestling. We're both wrestlers. Um, so is her father. 
But you talk and, about uh, it. We're saying, but we're saying you talk about it too much. Does it not bother her? Well, he admits. Are you saying that, no, like, no, even no. In, in your normal life, you're saying you talk about it too much? Yeah, I talk about it like because I'm because I always talk about like new spots or things I want to try or storylines, and I know she she likes it because she grew up with it. But like, she sometimes she has to grab me and be like. Please, just not right now. Go talk to my dad. I like it. Go, go, go talk wrestling with him. Hmm. I like it. And do people in your normal life, like uh, like outside of your wife, do they go, hey, stop, man? Or do you try to like catch yourself from just talking about it all the time? Um, I try I try to stop myself because I know sometimes they, like, it always turns out to be like, you know, oh, hey, I'm a wrestler. And then they start asking questions like, is it real? Do you really get hurt? This, this, and that. And it kind of gets repetitive. So, like, I try not to talk about it to like. Oh, they like, kind of get repetitive. Oh, oh yeah, my they God. do. Yeah, I they, see. They're the problem. They're oh, the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Angel. Yeah, we're that gonna, was. We're gonna a, let you, well, well, that's what a wrestler would call a reversal, Angel. Good job. <laughs> uh, we're gonna let you go, so you don't have to talk about wrestling anymore. Yeah, Thank you for the call. Much. We are uh, talking about you've got a person in your life who has a thing that they won't stop talking about, and it's driving you crazy. And it's a wide variety of things, by the way. Miles emails us. I've never seen it. I never want to see it because everybody and their goddamn mother talks about Game of Thrones like it's a religion. (laughs) F that show so hard. That's the thing is he could have avoided that show entirely or even Mm -hmm. enjoyed it. But you're put into a position where you hear about it every day and it's like, okay, I hate it. Everybody's talking about Game of Thrones, right? Uh, My coworker from the 714, Gabriel writes in, my coworker will not shut up about his ring doorbell. Oh, someone's at my door. Oh, it's a delivery I was expecting. Oh, someone's at my door. Oh, it's a freaking bee. <laughs> uh, dear Kevin Amin, I have a friend who is totally into jujitsu. That's all he ever talks about. Yeah, you got to know your audience, I think, is what we're Says Bean. Uh, Paula tweets, uh, my husband talks nonstop about a 1972 Chevy Nova that he loves. <laughs> That's very cool. He even shows me online sites when it's available for sale. Maybe just buy it for yeah, him. Yeah, get the Chevy Nova. Yeah. How much can there be to say about the 72 Chevy Nova? That? All right, let's start with Randy. She's on line seven, and she is in Fountain Valley. She's got a problem in her house. Let's see what we can do for her. Hey, Randy. Hey, guys. How are you? We are good. Thank you. What's the problem in your house? So, uh, you know the shoes, Crocs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. The plastic shoes, right? Um, my boyfriend last week, he was like, how would you feel if I bought Crocs? And I was like, oh, God. Um, <laughs> no, thank you. And then he ended up buying them. And he keeps Snapchatting me, talking to me. Every time I come over, he goes upstairs and just puts them on. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, are you kidding me? Okay, but Randy, don't you get the idea that he's doing that just to torture you, just to push your buttons? Oh, absolutely. Definitely. There's no other reason why he would do that. All right, we have, uh, I think we have your phone number here. I'm going to text you something about me in my Crocs. I've got many pictures. (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately, yours are going to be just in Crocs, which is a different photo. Please don't. Thank you, Randy. Thank you for the call, Randy. Let's go to Tony, Lakewood, line two, 1-800-520-1067. By the way, we had a caller on the line who has somebody in his life that won't shut up about cryptocurrency. We lost that call. But if you could call back, we'd love to hear all about it. All right. Uh, Tony, good morning. Good morning. So I go to college, and every time I go in every morning, I my friend Michael, she just can't stop talking about the gym. And I hear it every single day, and even has his own catchphrase where he's like, creatine. <laughs> that is not a catchphrase. That's not a catchphrase. <laughs> Tony. That's his day. catchphrase? 
<laughs> yeah. Now every time I hear anyone talk about the gym, I just think of that word creatine. Creatine. Just, Wait, Tony. It. Tony, does he go like, "Oh, earlier today I was at the gym. I did a couple squats, couple lifts." Anyway, creatine. Like, does he just throw it in at the end? Well, he starts with it. That's a, he starts with what? it, and then he starts talking about the gym. So, it's just, it's, uh, Does he talk about people at the gym or like Jensen said, what he's working on? What? He was like, oh, I went to the gym today. I got a nice little pump. My legs are feeling good. Today was leg day. You can't skip leg day. Oh that sounds gosh. actually kind of cool. He sold me on it there at the end. There. Oh, I hate him. <laughs> Creatine. People, people talking about the gym is every bit as boring as people talking about their dreams. There's just like no reason to ever discuss that with people out loud, I don't yeah. think. And I'm a bit of a gym rat, so coming from right, me. Sure. Oh, yeah, you yeah. Know. All right, let's try John next here on K-Rock. Covina, line one, please. Hey, John. What's up, party people? You tell us. I know. So what it is is no matter. This is a more like a group of people, or maybe even I would say almost a race of people. Okay. Oh. What what state, what state, what country, and you put them in a room together, and they'll talk about what they have going on, and that is teachers. They love talking about school, no matter where they are. You go to a uh, anywhere, and you put two of them, three of them together, and all of a sudden they'll huddle up and start talking about. Oh, and they, you know what? And they make so much money. Don't you know what I mean? That? It's like they're oh, so wealthy. About that too. <laughs> Dude, I, I can't get behind this. I one. can't either. They're teaching our kids. Let them talk about it. What's wrong they with you? Love talking about how bad their job is and what have you, and then they talk. But if you really want some entertainment, go to a uh, school board meeting. It's like Melrose Place all over again. <laughs> this guy hates teachers. Sure does. Does. He does. Hates the whole race of them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he did call them a race. That was kind of weird. Which was super odd. I think you may need to go back to school. It's Kevin and B. K U Rock Caracul. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast Allie, what's happening what's going on oh well jensen's back hey. uh, from paternity leave mm-hmm. and i want to talk to you about diapers yeah, you tease this, and yeah. I already am looking it up to yeah. buy it. It's Lumi by Pampers. It's a new line of smart diapers that text alerts parents when the baby needs changing. The product also tracks the baby's sleep time, numbers of peas, but not how often it poops. 
Oh, I feel like that's something you would want to know. What? More so maybe than the pee, because you don't want to sit in your poo. I right? think you can uh, realize it quicker. Oh, <laughs> that's that evident. might be true. I don't need a okay. text. Yeah. Okay, got it. <laughs> it gives me a nose text. Okay, got it. Lumi includes a baby monitor that enables parents to watch the baby via an app. Um, among wash the, the tra- baby or watch the, watch the baby? Because oh, wash would be wash, amazing. I 100% do. Yeah. You just press the app and <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden it's, it's clean. clean. Yeah, amazing. Uh, some of the drawbacks, however, parents will have to replace the sensors every 13 weeks. And you buy only Lumi by Pampers diapers to get the sensor patch. And they come only in sizes 0 to 4. Uh, they're coming in the fall. No price yet, but you're into it. Is it a toilet baby? I don't, uh, I don't know, sir. Um, but you'd be into that getting a text alert when your kid pees. Yeah, actually, I would. Really? Yeah, because I, you'd want to know right away. I assume. Yeah, and also, I mean, inside baseball is a as a really expert dad now. Mm-hmm. Um, it is difficult to know if they've peed unless it's like a lot of pee and it makes the diaper heavy. Right. But if it's just like one pee, you're like, did he pee? And then you're tapping it, and you're like, what? Am I? Now I'm just playing in urine. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I saw. Need that. Yeah, gonna yeah. pull that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would like to know for sure if my baby is peed. Okay. Hmm? All right. Well, maybe that that's little for baby you. could <laughs> go up to be Adolf Hitler. <laughs> I don't think we were saying that at all, sir. That is hurtful. As a matter of fact. So, you guys, the Comedy Central roast of Alec Baldwin, which will be premiering on Sunday, September fifteenth, of course, on Comedy Central, has named their roast master. Not Jeff Ross? I think it's, yeah, it's kind of different where he's usually there and does a bunch of stuff, but mm-hmm. then they bring in different celebs to be the roast master. Is okay. it uh, kind I, of a I guess? host? Can I guess? Yes. David Becca Chastaham. It is not because they couldn't put that on That's the Chiron. Great they guess, couldn't though. spell it. I was going to suggest Tina Fey would be appropriate. Oh, she Her absolutely co- would co-star be. Co-star from uh, 30 Rock. Absolutely. But no. No, incorrect. Oh, okay. Demi Lovato. Great guess. No, not Demi Lovato. Is this someone we should associate with Alec Baldwin? You should, but I don't think oh, uh, a lot of someone, people will. Then I have an idea. Okay. Is, is it? My sister, Yvette. No. No, I don't. <laughs> how, about, how about Tracy Jordan? Tracy uh, Morgan. Morgan. Tracy Morgan, sorry. <laughs> Tracy Jordan was the character. The right. character, yeah. Again, 30 Rock. Again, uh, no. However, it was someone that was on a TV show that Alec Baldwin guest starred on often. Oh, I know it. I know it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tito Santana? Nope, not Tito. So someone from SNL. Uh Uh-huh. Count Smoke. No, not someone from SNL. Oh, you said uh, Alec Baldwin guested on frequently. Yes, Yes, but that doesn't mean SNL. What else did he guest on frequently? Um, Huh. I think we're out. I don't know. I don't wow, think we don't know. Good. He guessed it on Will and Grace a lot. Sure did, oh, Jensen. Sure did. Yeah. Is, so, then it's uh, it's got to be Kaiser Permanente. That is a hospital. Oh, um, okay. No, incorrect. Is it DJ Jesse Jeff and the Fresh Prince? Nope. Uh, okay. That uh, that is not it. Okay. Could it be? It is none other than Grammy Award winner Kenny G. <laughs> oh, I wish it was. <laughs> Holy moly! <laughs> the best TV show ever created. Good poll. <laughs> Uh, you guys, it's Sean Hayes. Oh, Sean Hayes. Oh, Sean Hayes. My next yes, guess. yes. Um, when he was asked, he said, it's always been my dream to roast a Hollywood legend. So when they asked me to roast Alec Baldwin, I said, close enough. <laughs> so Good joke off good the bat. Good times, everybody. Good times. And Ali, you will not be watching it because you boycott all things Alec Baldwin related, I think correct? he's just such a horrible, rotten human being. Mm-hmm. So no. Rejected! Okay. 
But I love Sean Hayes. You know that. Sure. And yeah. I love the majority of, of the roasters that they have up there. They do a great I mean, job. They will be making fun of him. Yeah. Until he speaks. Maybe then you can turn it right off. Nah. Okay. I no, mean, there will be clips. All. I'll hear the clips. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good stuff. I feel like Meghan Markle and Prince Harry can't catch a break over there. Every yeah, single thing. Yeah, they do have a pretty thing, tough life. Well, no, every single thing they do is wrong in the eyes of either the press or the public. It just seems like people are always pitting them against the rest of the family. Right. So, Pascal, what's up? So, when I tell you that um, Prince William and Kate Middleton's eldest son, Prince George, turned six yesterday, we talked about it. But here's the thing. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry wished him a happy birthday underneath the photos that were released. They wrote, happy birthday, wishing you a very special day and lots of love. How could this be controversial? How would you make that controversial, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, here are some of the responses. He is the future king. Treat him with respect. Ugh. He is His Royal Highness Prince George to you. All other royal accounts have used Prince except for yours, so maybe there is really something behind Ugh. this. Yikes. You're moving to the douchiest country ever, Bean. <laughs> Who are these awful people making the comments? These are just, just regular people on Facebook or whatever? Commenters. DMX fan 312. Yeah. <laughs> Royalty Rick. Yeah. It's a bunch of cool names. Like, if you were there, Bean, and you were going to add your own comment, let's say you're typing it right now, what would you add? I, I mean... Uh, nope. <laughs> Come on, man. Happy birthday, Prince George. That's even, all That's all you need to say? Even his typing has an accent. Wow. Yeah, that's all you would say. I mean, look, there's nothing wrong with what they wrote. That's insane. It's yeah, ridiculous. It's, it's his aunt and uncle wishing yes. you a very special day and lots of love. They don't have to be like, I bow down to you. Yeah, but, you can drop the formality a little bit. The little prince. Yeah. Come on. And, of course, the queen had a comment. Hello, I'm taking a dump. Wow, that is, it's an odd thing to write, but just keeping people abreast of, you know, what's happening with oh, the because queen. The, because the, uh, the app doesn't, the app, sure. doesn't tell you. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's true. All right, guys, some birthdays for you. We've got Slash, Martin Gore from Depeche Mode. You guys, he wasn't on my list, and that's very upsetting. But thank you again to Scotty, who let me know last time when Dave Gahan wasn't on my list. Wow. What's so, happening? Well, he needs to do the list because he, I don't know why people He's got hate. one of those daily calendars with celebrity birthdays on them. You know uh-huh. what I mean? I guarantee you. Shouldn't Allie, though, as she I does should, it five I should, times a day? Those are so expensive. The I calendars. should definitely have Martin Gore at top of mine, though. Yeah, okay. He's my favorite. Yeah. And you're either a Martin girl or you're a Dave girl. I'm a Martin girl. He's I'm a, a ba- Man, I mean, he's a good man. <laughs> Happy birthday, Monica Lewinsky, Marlon Wayans, Woody Harrelson, Daniel Radcliffe, and that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. If you're a movie buff, you have heard of the Alamo Drafthouse Cinema. It's been around for more than 20 years. It started out as a single-screen mom-and-pop theater in Austin, Texas. Now its 40th location has just opened right here in Southern California in downtown L.A. I'm very excited about this. It's called The Best Theater in America by Entertainment Weekly. And the man behind it all is in our studio, Tim League, joins us on K-Rock. Hello. Hey, Tim. How about this? How about 40... 40 theaters of the Alamo Draft House. How about that? 
I, it, it actually still feels a little bit surreal and bizarre to me. I'm, I think I'm more aligned with that single-screen theater 22 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, even people who've never been to uh, to Austin or any of the other locations, for if they're if you're into the world of entertainment, you hear about the Alamo Draft House because you guys tend to make headlines with the decisions that you make. I mean, you were kind of one of the first theaters to stop people from texting in a theater, right? You're very serious about stuff like that. Yeah, uh, I, I take that. I take that really. I think. I, I think I'm. It's safe to say I lead the industry. Yeah, you may be the you out. may be the face you may be the face of anti tax. <laughs> um, and didn't you? It was also Alamo Drafthouse a, a couple of years ago that uh, there was a bunch of controversy about like women only screenings of of uh, Wonder Woman, for instance. That was you as well, right? Yeah, that was us. And uh, I actually had to go to court over that. It's oh. funny because. Um, we we got five lawsuits from men's rights activists uh, filed against us, and I, I settled four of those with a copy of the DVD of Wonder Woman to give them, and then one guy just wouldn't take it. So I, I just spent a ton of money and took him to court where he was eviscerated by the judge. It was, it was worth the money. Amen. <laughs> so you're having fun while you do the job. Um, the Los Angeles version, we have some some very fine movie theater houses here in Southern California. Some, you know, some beautiful rooms, some beautiful theaters with lots of amenities. What's different about the Alamo Draft House? Well, I, I think the first thing that's different about us, and this is this is relatively new, is uh, in, in addition to the movie theater, we happened to open up a, a, a brand new video store in the lobby uh, with uh, with free rentals. Uh, it seems maybe like a stupid idea on two counts, but we went ahead and did it. It doesn't seem like it makes sense <laughs> in the business world. <laughs> and video stores are hotter than ever. Yeah, who knows? This may be... Well, um, I... I, video stores was super important to me as a kid growing up, and I, I really miss the curation. And you know, we're in an age where, honestly, Netflix is great, and I like a lot of the content, but they only have about 500 movies before the year 1980 on their service, and so we boast 40,000 before the year 1980. And, and these are DVDs, VHS. Yeah, imagine what do we a have? time where you had a, like a black box sitting mm -hmm. next to your TV, and you stick no, a disc. Never heard of it. Yeah, oh, yeah it's DVDs and Blu-rays. Okay, uh, but but you can come by and, and rent three of them for free. You just gotta you just can't steal them. That's our that's our main rule. I see. Why? And how do you how do you make sure that doesn't happen? Well, they gotta have a credit card on file, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah credit card okay. on file. Right. Yeah. I didn't know if you went and knocked on their door or what, how this worked. <laughs> it's gonna be um, a very tiring business. Enforcement part. Do you have a bunch of out of print stuff in the library, Tim? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pretty complete. Uh, so if, if you're looking for obscure Italian films, yes. or uh, you want to run deep into uh, 1970s kung fu, we've got you covered in a big way. Oh, that's fantastic. Now, your your uh, theaters are also uh, decked out for food and drink, too, right? Yes, that's true. Tell us well. about that. Well, that's, that's that was from the beginning. Um, you know, draft House is in our name. I mean, there's three things that I like uh, that's complete me, yeah, and those are uh, those are movies, beer, and food, and so we kind of synthesize those three into the experience, and and yeah, we uh, we also celebrate all like just like the video store, we we celebrate big blockbusters, small films, documentaries, foreign language films, the whole gamut. So we've got twelve screens, and and are going to be celebrating a vast swath of cinema. and like a big difference too is like I I love the ArcLight, I love theaters here in Los Angeles that I've always liked, but Alamo's kind of it's like a community. As well, mm -hmm. it's it's like a culture in itself, in the idea that it's really for movie lovers, 
that really take it serious, but at the same time also can just go see a blockbuster on any Saturday. Uh, but it's, it's it's more than sort of a theater, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, part of it is uh, we, we always put together a, a bar, like a hangout space, where one of my favorite things to do is, is have my mind blown by a movie and then uh, grab a couple beers with friends and just talk about it and just, like discuss it ad nauseum. And uh, we, we put together a fun place, Video Vortex, uh, to, to do just that. What do you think? We're talking to Tim League, by the way, about the new Alamo Draft House, which just opened officially to the public this past Saturday at the block in downtown L.A. We'll give some more specific uh, directions in a minute. But what do you think about the trend in recent years? And a lot of people have complained that everything is sequels or superheroes or animated movies. And there's we've kind of lost the the public has kind of lost the appetite for, you know, middle budget movies that are made for adults. Well, we're here to make that a lie. Uh, (laughs) So, I mean, I I like uh, a lot of the sequels, not all of them. Um, But, um, you know, that's that's the that's the intent here is as we've. We, we've built a space where we can uh, celebrate some of those smaller films, independent films. And, and you can see that with the movies that we're opening up with. You know, we, we what are you opening up with? Uh, so right now we've got uh, Art of Self-Defense. Uh, we brought back Booksmart because that was a movie that we really uh, loved. It's and a wonderful bit, movie. Um, and, uh, but then we're also opening up uh, 35mm print of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and oh. uh, The Farewell, which we saw at Sundance and loved. Tell me about the 35mm so, like, how much of a difference does that make? How would you? Um, why is it better? Why is it better? Yeah. Um, well, f- for one, it's uh, it's the it's the look and feel that uh, uh, Quentin Tarantino definitely wants you to see. So he shot it in thirty five millimeter. It definitely has this different sort of feel and texture and, and warmth to it. It's um, uh, it's. Uh, I really, I really love it, and and so it is twofold. Why we, why we always open up uh, theaters with thirty-five millimeter is is one. There's a certain number of filmmakers, P.T. Anderson, uh, Quentin Tarantino being two of them, that uh, prefer that look and feel, and that's how they want audiences to experience their film. Uh, but then also uh, the just the whole vast archive of of films that are only available on film that are never going to be digitally available. And so if you really want to uh, uh, cater and and curate, then you need to have it. And That's wonderful. That's so great. Um, how are you handling? Uh, again, I mentioned the the, uh, the you know you're the anti texting and talking guy. Mm-hmm. Do you have do you have employees that are like in the theater that you know like will hit me with a with a taser or something like that if I text or talk? Uh, we haven't really gone to the taser uh, route yet. Taser, yeah, that's a really everybody in the theater would stand up and applaud. You know, if it does happen, you can uh, you'll be credited for that idea, <laughs> <laughs> but not sued, just credited, right? Are, are you uh, right. are you guys setting up? Because I know you do a lot of film festivals in Austin. Is there going to be one that you're setting up for LA at all? We haven't made any uh, immediate plans. I think we've had a lot of conversations with the existing film festivals that are always looking for a home, and um, I, we we hope to be partnering. We we haven't made any formal arrangements. Um, our big festival in Austin is Fantastic Fest. Um, we have a relationship with, with Beyond Fest, uh, uh, who's um, uh, already at the Cinematheque. And so we'll probably do some partnerships with them. Uh, but uh, time will tell. I think right now we're making sure that uh, we, we master the art of what we like to call cold beer, hot pizza, you know, film on screen, and then get that done. <laughs> That's uh, as basic as it gets. <laughs> That's a good one, two, three punch right there. Then we'll, then we'll get fancy after that. <laughs> Tim, you are going to be a wonderful neighbor to have in downtown L.A. How can people find you if they want to come out and see you? 
Well, my cell phone number. No, it's, uh, uh, <laughs> so, uh, where does he live? <laughs> no, no, no. I think uh, I'm talking about the Draft House. Okay. Oh, uh, uh, just DraftHouse.com. And um, we also uh, just announced that we're um, unveiling our season pass, like our, our subscription service Those here go in well. Los Angeles. So, yeah, for uh, a low, low fee, you can watch <laughs> uh, unlimited movies at the Alamo Draft House. So that's coming here, too, as well. Are, All right. are you using Movie Pass as your, uh, <laughs> as your guide? Yeah, as we, your model? Yeah, we... we Built our empire on the, the embers. Of, I don't know. That's that's mean. So yes, uh, uh, yeah, we're sort of like Movie Pass, but different. It's at the block in downtown LA, down on Seventh uh, Street. We have been looking forward to this for a long, long time, and it is finally here for movie lovers. You don't want to miss the Alamo Draft House. Tim League has been our guest. I hope we see you again over the years. Thanks so much for coming in. Thank you very much. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock. K O Q. We haven't uh, had a chance to spend much time on this, but after a couple of weeks away on paternity leave, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, it's the return of Kid Jensen. Hey, Jensen. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Welcome back, our uh, little Muppet friend. I'm happy to be back. Uh, it was quite a wild month. Yeah. Quite yeah. A time. yeah. Give us I mean, a recap of the month. So How quick, long? Quick recap yeah. is a, a month ago, almost exactly, Danielle's water broke. Uh, we were a month early. The baby was supposed to come four weeks later. Uh, we thought that's okay. That's fine. Uh, we got to the hospital and realized quickly it's not a good thing uh, because they had uh, done an ultrasound and found uh, liquid in our baby's lungs, mm. which uh, wasn't ideal. It could be many different things at that time. Uh, they had really prepped us by saying uh, real key sentences like, we have a helicopter if we need to take oh, him to a different hospital. Wow. Things wow. like that. Um, and they said, you know, there's a chance he won't be breathing when he comes out. There's a lot of stuff that was being thrown around that really put us into to a different atmosphere. Of course. And I did, we didn't have, like, we had so many birth plans, these things you hear about, and they all get thrown out the window right. with the idea that it's a, now a preemie and we have this lung issue. Um, so we ended up in the hospital in Tarzana for two weeks, uh, uh, three weeks. Three weeks. About two, two and a half weeks. And then another week we were moved to Children's Hospital Los Angeles mm -hmm. to deal with it because it wasn't going away. And uh, he had problems with IVs. They couldn't get it in his little baby veins. Oh. And so they had to put a pick line in. It was just, it was a total disaster. And at certain times, uh, really, really dreadful diagnoses. And then at times, really uplifting, a, a major roller coaster. Wow, that sounds um, just ridiculous. Yeah, and so at the end of the day, he has something called chylothorax or thories because he has it in both lungs. And it's fatty. Is that an Avengers villain? Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> who, who Spider-Man fights in the new one. And it's basically um, fatty, like he can't, um, digest fats and okay. so it goes so it in, just absorbs into it. his lungs yeah wow and so now they put him on a formula and he does a lot of outpatient stuff but uh the formula kind of goes through a different way letting it heal letting oh the, interesting so he will grow out of it well that's the hope yeah so right okay. now there's the, the blessing the greatest thing of all time thanks to all the people at children's hospital la which is a uh an actual place where angels work uh, they made it so that the liquid is almost not visible now. And so uh, next few weeks, we keep looking over it and making sure the liquids don't come back, and uh, everything's wow. been great. That picture of you and Danielle walking out, holding... So, it was yeah. so amazing. And you very real. Yeah, yeah, our nurse took that. And and we... I mean, I can't tell you enough. I mean, we, we I got hundreds of emails and, and tweets from people who've uh, faced NICU and having uh, either a, a baby with something like liquid uh, fluid in the lungs or a premature baby. And, and you know, we're happy to be out. We obviously have a very heavy heart to those who are still there. 
Um, and it's difficult. I mean, you know, you read stories like Jimmy Kimmel's and you read these stories going around and, and it's not something you prep for, but right. it's something that's, that you I don't you think should. it's anything you could. I think you have to. I, I don't I really know how do. you could. Like, how? It's very hard. But you have to think to yourself, like, these birth plans can get thrown out in a second. And, and I'm so happy that I have a wife who was so strong and so incredible to go through it. And now we have this beautiful baby, Adler Lawrence Karp, uh, who looks like... Uh, a goddamn if, hippie. Yeah, if, 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 uh, if, uh, if a vampire <laughs> was a newscaster. Uh, he's very pale and has a lot of hair. So, yeah. Here's the uh, here's the story I want to hear yeah. because Kevin has told uh, many times in the past about your kids were in the hospital for a while too, right yeah. Kevin? Not as long. Yes. Um you bring them home and then you go Oh my God! Now it's on me. Yeah. I had all of those professionals yeah. round the clock yeah. who were dialed into this child, but now I'm the only thing between its life and death. I think that scares you more uh, that yes. you see all the professionals doing all of it, and then it's on you, right? Because yeah. you see how many people are involved, yes. and how much work is involved, and now it's just on you and your wife. What was that like? That first hour and that first night, Jensen, for you and Danielle to realize that you were the right. kid's comp- total lifeline. Well, after a month of being in the hospital and everything, you know, he had tubes in his mouth and nose and, and all, he was attached mm. to all these things and then you walk out with him and he's, he has nothing, just his clothes and it feels like you're stealing him. <laughs> For like a good 20 minutes we were like, are we allowed to go? Like we could just leave with him? Uh, and then also like most of your experiences in those hospital rooms, they're t- they're attached to a screen. So you see their blood you know, flow, you see heart rate, um, heart yeah, rate all oxygen, yeah. all the vitals are there and then you get home and you're like looking for the screen. And there isn't one. And there isn't one. So you're like, he looks like he's breathing. He looks healthy. You don't know. And I think that now, like, you get home and there's just silence. And and you've heard beeping. And people come in to check his heart rate for, you know, every hour or whatever. And then it's just silent. And it's just you and a baby, man. And it's very odd and strange. But uh, I think both of us have done done pretty well with it. How do you think you'll be as a dad? I, I, I'm not as nervous as I thought I would be. Because, like, picking them up, you just take them by the head, pick them up. Like, I don't... I, I was scared wait, of... <laughs> yeah, you, you pick them up like, head. Head. Like, like, like a basketball. Them? Well, yeah, like a basketball. <laughs> okay. Didn't know. I, yeah, okay. You, you could also pick All up right. like a lion where you just bite him, bite him in bite the him neck. Bite him in the neck? Yeah, yeah, just pick him up that way. I did that a couple times. He cried. So I said, no more. But I, the head thing he likes because he he's mostly it. silent. <laughs> and almost coughing. So, okay. So I pick... when Even picking him up from below, like, those things I'm quicker with than I thought I'd be. And also, like cleaning his poo i'm sort of like ah oh, whatever man get the poo out of here like i have i'm a lot looser than i thought i'd be which is good uh but i do think i i mean i i i do want to shout out uh most of our world who is uh raising a child alone which i just yeah. can't imagine doing you are heroes uh in what you do because i've i've depended on my wife to be a team and a partner so much in this i think it's a two-person job I it really has to do. be it has to just be just for sleep reasons alone it I has know. to be a two-person job yeah our baby right now is sleeping in about three hour increments which is great and yeah. that's wow, you know that's you good. get to wake yeah. up two or three yeah. times and feed them and uh it's been uh it's been quite a ride now do you hope to give your son the gift that your dad gave by dying young Oh, Jesus oh, wow. Christ. What? what? <laughs> I'm not playing. Wow, this segment will no longer be played for Adler wow. when he's old enough. Uh, no, I do think it was so weird. I found out that my dad never did anything for me when I was a baby. Like, didn't change my diaper, didn't feed me. But when I got older, he, like, played baseball with me and did all those things. So I've now developed a, a kind of a thing when he gets older. I'll just tell him, you know what? My dad did nothing for me when I was a baby. I took care of you. I took the fluid out of your lungs. Oh, I like you. You already I, got okay. the speech plan. I cried. Man. I had a panic attack in a hospital. <laughs> All for you. 
and then just stare at him for a long so time. So eat your mac and cheese! Yeah, just stare at mac and cheese. <laughs> I hope he likes mac and cheese. You're already planning on guilting him. <laughs> Dude, I'm Jewish. That's what we have to do. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Allie? Bean. You're pretty grossed out by that thing you saw on Reddit this week. I'm, uh, I'm just grossed out because uh, somebody posted this on Reddit and now I feel like everybody has picked up this story. So just when I stop thinking about it, like radio.com yesterday was like, who carpets their bathroom? Like I can't get away <laughs> from this story. So this woman uh, went to visit her grandmother and was shocked at what she saw in the bathroom. And what she saw in that bathroom was... was her grandmother. What? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> Dead on the floor from a gunshot wound. No. Oh, it got dark. It really did. Sorry. What she saw in that bathroom was wall-to-wall carpeting. That is carpet all the way around the toilet, you guys. That is all the way around the shower, you guys. That's an unusual choice. You don't often, if ever, see that, right? <laughs> we waited unusual. for that. <laughs> yes, that, you don't. That scathing commentary. <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's unusual. I'm also horrified, and maybe this is just me, that the toilet seat is up in the photo, which I think is, <laughs> I think is I'm a big a big fan of putting the toilet seat down at all times mm-hmm. when the toilet's not. I mean, being I, used. I feel like you're yeah. missing the point here. It's very well, I'm just saying, of you. there's a lot of gross things going on in this. Yeah. But carpet. All right, how did it happen? Do you think that this bathroom was carpeted? Was that a thing? Like, was there a I, time where people mostly had carpet before everybody started saying, "Hey, tiles better"? I think so. I think a lot of us, if we if we really thought about it, our grandparents or great grandparents definitely had a carpeted well, bathroom. Because in theory, it makes a lot of sense. I could get out of the shower, my feet could go into a carpet, already start drying basically from the carpet. But oh, that's what you should put a part of the problem. Down. I know what you're I'm, mad I, for. I, I that's I'm part just, of the problem. I'm saying that I'd have a mat that takes up all of the floor. Mm-hmm. That's better than I a think mat. Maybe like back in the day too, you live in a colder climate. Your feet are freezing oh, in the bathroom, so you just sense. walk in and you're like, oh, carpet. Also, this while is the lovely. carpeting people are there, just buy one more room. Like, you know right? what I mean? Yeah, it's like, you probably got a deal, deal in the bathroom. Yeah, it's not a, not a problem. But what, people how were often do you out. have to replace the carpet? Oh, you I would think, think they, there would think be so much, like, uh, not to be disgusting, but toilet alone, you dudes sometimes have bad aim. Right? Well, drizzle. drizzle. You're there's talking about drizzle. Be, just, just take out sometimes. Okay. There's for sure <laughs> pee you. all around that toilet. Yes. And yes. there's for sure moisture all around that shower. Yeah. This is disgusting. This is a breeding ground for just germs and disease and cholera. 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 I don't know about cholera. I, 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 
cholera right yeah. now. I don't even suck. know what cholera is. Just because of carpeting. Yep. Okay, I do feel that it's possible that grandma is a widower, a widow, mm-hmm. and that she doesn't have to worry about any drizzle. I do feel that okay. maybe she feels like that's okay. But I can't help her with the mold that's inevitable See, that's, with, yeah. with wet yeah. carpet. Yeah. I mean, that just... Honestly, it just doesn't make any sense why you would put carpet in a place where it's going to get wet. You don't have carpet in your in your kitchen for the same reason, right? Because not only is there potential of water coming over, but food gets spilled and stuff, and it's much harder to clean up off of a carpet than it is off of a tile floor. But think back or to a wood your floor. grandparents or great-grandparents. Don't you kind of think, yeah, they definitely had a carpeted bathroom? I really don't remember, but I, I assume either. it's a... I would assume that that's what it is. There is someone in this room. It's a generational thing, right? In this room whose old place had a carpeted bathroom recently, within the last year. Who are you looking at? I'm looking at Chip, right? A couple years. Yeah. Shout out to Camden Apartments in Costa Mesa. Yeah. Carpeted apartments or bathrooms. Yeah. And we had, uh, there was a rainstorm a couple years ago Mm -hmm. and flooded our apartment. Flooded through the bathroom, completely had to tear out the carpet. They had, and then it got flooded again. Had to tear out the carpet again. They but put, they the, put carpet back. Yes. <laughs> oh. They had, the, they had the chance to pull it out. <laughs> that was their opportunity. Right. Was what there? The hell? Was there hardwood or anything under the carpet chip? No, it was just just carpet. Just slate. Yeah. There was more yeah. carpet. <laughs> <laughs> it's just People are calling on this. Yes. Let's go to, is it Story in Temecula? Yes. Okay. Yes, Story, what's going on? Help us out. Okay, so I worked at a flooring company for um, over five years. My father-in-law owned the flooring company. I used to do floor plan layouts. I used to... Now's not the time to brag, Story. We're just talking about (laughs) carpets in bathrooms. Okay, so carpet comes standard in the bathroom. When you go and buy a new house, it comes with carpet. Wow. So you have to ask. You have to ask to get vinyl or tile or or. That's an upgrade. Uh, lo- yes. What? So, yeah. <laughs> you guys, that actually makes sense. Well, because everyone has yeah. to do that upgrade. You don't yes. keep carpeting. Yes. So yeah, how many but, people kept the carpet? Do it. Yeah. Yeah. They don't. They don't do it any differently than they would in the rest of your house. Wow. So it has like the padding and it gets to absorb all the urine and everything. Oh, I, mean, I think we know. Oh. <laughs> okay. I think we know. Exactly. I mean, we understand the yeah. no, but to, hear, that. to hear it from an expert is different. So is it just, it's just a way to kind of guarantee that someone is going to ask for the upgrade. You make more money. Yeah. What, kind of at older people with the bad circulation and they get cold all the time and they yeah. slip and stuff. So okay. it's like a warp thing, and it's like a non-slip thing. And it's but like yeah, a cholera it's, thing, it's, according to Alex. Yeah. So much cholera. Uh, wow. Yeah. Right. Story, you have, en- you have enlightened us on this. Thank you very much for calling about that. You're welcome. I've loved you guys ever since I went to high school in the 90s. You're Thank awesome. You, Sorry. Thank you. We appreciate it very much. All right. So qu- so uh, uh, mission accomplished, right? <laughs> what was the mission? <laughs> what was the mission? Don't find out why there are carpets in bathrooms anywhere. Right, stop it. And stop it. Okay, yes. yes. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Allie. Bean. You have Doyer's news? I have Doyer's news, you guys. This is awesome. The Dodgers are unveiling plans for a $100 million renovation of Dodger Stadium. Nope. 
good. No, it's good. This is all. This is good. This is great news. Yeah. Sorry. Um, it's going to provide a new center field plaza as well as elevators and bridges that will connect the outfield pavilions to the rest of the stadium. Finally. All right. Finally. Here's the thing. Spread over two acres, the new Centerfield Plaza will include food establishments, a beer garden, two sports bars, a children's play area, and a space for live pregame and postgame music. It's a theme park. It's going to be awesome. Now, Jensen, what's your excitement in the the first part, the part about connecting the outfield pavilion to the rest of the park? Well, if you park near the outfield pavilion and then you have to go all the way around around. to get to Mm -hmm. to another door. Also, Mm -hmm. Dodger Stadium... I still, I've been to a lot of ballparks. I think is top three, top two even, Mm -hmm. uh, even though it's outdated and retro. But like the one biggest problem I have with it is there's no front door to Dodger Stadium. Like there's no, no, like no real true entrance. Right. There's many entrances. Mm -hmm. I know they're going to set this up now. So you have to go through a marketplace and restaurants and blah, blah, blah to go to have it go through one way. Love that. Great idea. But isn't that going to create a real log jam of people trying to get in if there's only one entrance to the park? I don't think this will be the only entrance. That'll well, be the entrance I, to the plaza. I think it's the main. Okay. I think the like, main entrance. The same yeah, way. Yeah. But, a lot of the new stadiums are that way. Like the ones that get retro, like are retrofitting now, mm-hmm. basically to have the uh, marketplace. They do want you to go through there because that's where you're going to spend the most money. Right. Um, and then obviously connecting the pavilions. Now we'll all be able to go through one place. Uh, Dodger Stadium is the, uh, if I remember correctly, the third oldest ballpark in America now. Fenway. Amazing. And Wrigley. Wrigley? Yeah. That's that it. Sense. Yeah. Yeah, because Yankee And still Stadium considered is one of the new. top. One of the top. Yes, yeah. I love well, I love all three. I've been to all three of those. Those are yep. probably so my three Great. favorite ballparks. Yeah, they're very good. Excellent. They're very historic. Well, the thing about Dodger Stadium that no one, uh, even the other parks, cannot touch is the setting. Is oh, yeah. The, the trees and the mountains mm-hmm. and everything yeah. like that. I mean, it's in such a beautiful area that it's a great day at the ballpark, no matter what's going on in the field. And they're saying none of these new additions will disrupt the view of Chavez Ravine, which Good. is wonderful. Here's the thing, Dodgers. So they're hosting the All-Star Game in 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, this will all be done in time for next season. What? I don't know how. No. How Wait, what? The project is expected to be complete in time for next season. It's already July. They what? have to open in April. You guys. Uh, and they're playing into October. <laughs> I would hope they are. Absolutely. Yeah, this, um, that's a I, lot of work. Does that mean they're going to start during this season? No, they, they can't. can't. They, they can't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how they do it otherwise. I don't uh, either. The last pitch of the last game. Those Everybody trucks are moving in. Get out of the stadium. And then they work round the clock. That's Look, the only way. Can we cut the World Series trophy presentation short? Because we really got some construction. The winner do. are the Dodgers. Okay. <laughs> Everybody get out. <laughs> I mean, this is wonderful news, though. I can't. I can't Love wait. It. It's nice to have ownership that's actually putting some money into the team, not just on the field, but off the field. Yeah. Absolutely. Also, Good other... Yeah. Gotta let this go. Uh, other big sport. All right. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Right. All right. Fire beer mug. Okay. Right. There it is. Uh, other big sports news. Uh, Zion Williamson signs to Air Jordan. It's a big deal. Oh. They don't sign athletes all the time. But Kid Michael Jordan. Jensen. <laughs> Which were the Jensen shoes that shoes. he blew out? Not a Nike. Uh, not that shoe. Not okay. a Jordan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. So, just letting you know. All right, thank you. Shoe news for shoe heads. You guys, I've got tattoo news. 
Okay. So oh, imagine I'm listening. You're a yeah, you're now tat guy. So imagine you're a huge fan of Sean Mendez. Go on. Okay. And your your name is Kayla. Go and on. you decide to tweet a picture of an intricately designed butterfly tattoo that you have put onto Sean Mendez's Mendez's arm. So like she she drew it like on faked a tattoo on his arm. Okay. He sees it and he's like, "Damn. How how'd you do that? What can you DM me the drawing?" So she shares screenshots of Sean messaging her, asking her how she managed to put that t- the tattoo on his arm. And then he requested the artwork as well, which she sent to him along with the name of the artist who had created the butterfly drawing that she used for the photo. Mm-hmm. Guess what? He's getting it tattooed? He, on Sunday, posted a photo on his Instagram story of the tattoo artist inking that same artwork to his arm. How cool is that? Imagine being. I'm going to start drawing that- stuff and sending it to Sean Mendes <laughs> <laughs> just to see what he'll fall for. <laughs> but imagine being like the biggest Sean Mendes fan. Yeah, no kidding. And like spending this time to like do this artwork, like, and then I'm going to put it on his arm. And, and then he's like, can I get that? I would like that on my arm. That's huge. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm just saying. Way to go, young Kayla. Good Losers. for you. I'm sorry? I, wow. Wow. Losers. Really judgy. Asshole. Again, this is a nice story. Evil losers. Wow. Wow. It's just a fan that did something nice and then was... Nice stuff happened. What an idiot. Okay. (laughs) You're a loser. Remember how we were all super pumped for the Chris Rock Saw reboot? Yes. Going to star not only Chris Rock, but Samuel L. Jackson as his dad. Well, it was set for release on October 23rd, 2020. But the news today, we're seeing it five months early, you guys. All right. It was PG and there was Bush in it. Sweet. He saw an early, early clip of it. May 15th, 2020 is the release uh, for the height of summer season, which is pretty cool. It's now going to face off against Warner Brothers animated reboot, Scooby. You tried to make that sound scary? I don't know. Scooby. 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 I love it! it. Gotten away with it. For for all you jigsaws. Just trying to combine. How's everyone? Good? (laughs) Well, the rest of us are good. (laughs) How are you? I'm concerned about a coworker right now, though. (laughs) Do you smell toast, like burning toast? I don't know. I taste nickels. Is that weird? You guys, I need you to be careful about what you post on Instagram. Okay. Because it could leave you vulnerable to fraud. Mm. What? Banks are warning that oversharing personal information on social media, like celebrities tend to do, make it a lot easier for someone to steal your identity. You know what they're saying? Don't post your dog and post your dog's name. Don't post something on your birthday and say, happy birthday to me. Because most often... Those are your passwords. Hmm. <gasps> but if they're not, if you're interested, if you have a brain in your head and they're not your passwords, it's okay to do wow, that. Very right? Wow, wow, really wow. triggered, very really triggered by the story. Wow. No, I'm just Super saying. Angry. I'm just saying. You, of course, you don't give that information away if it's a, a part of your password. I don't think a lot of people think about it. If their if their password is Scooby, and then they post a picture of their dog Scooby, they don't mm-hmm. think, oh, someone's going to use this against me and. 
you I know, mean, does, get into my bank. I mean, it does seem stupid now that Bean says it that way. <laughs> I mean, that's why that's why this warning, I guess, is to let people know that people are fishing for information all the time. But I have a, I have a security question about posting stuff online. Sure. Um, I I guess I could Google this, but you you guys are smart. You probably know it. Why is it they say that you should never post your boarding pass online? What's the story behind that? Uh, they say because of the. Um the barcode mm-hmm. that people can get the barcode where it has your credit card number, has all of your information, your address. But isn't that barcode only the boarding pass? That's only for them to scan to get onto the plane. Well, I'm sure there are apps that you can access people's barcodes. Right, but it would only be able to be used to get onto the plane, No, I'm right? saying Listen. you have that barcode. I can now see that barcode and then open it up to see all the information within the barcode, which is your birthday, your address, your credit card number. Oh, all you of that stuff is in there, ticket. too. Yes. Oh. That's why they say when you check out of a hotel, never bring those little keys back up to the front desk. Bring them home, cut them up, because that's got all of your information on it. No kidding. Yeah, come on. I didn't know that. What? 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 I thought thought all they do was make that so that it opens your room room door. Sure, but it's attached to your folio, which is all of your personal information. Your 23andMe results, your blood type. It seems like not all of that should be in there. That you use to book the hotel. Is this real or is this just conspiracy alley? Spouting off. You should never bring those keys back to the front, and you should never leave them in the room. Never heard about the key thing. I feel like a dick if I don't take them back up to the front desk. I always return them just to be nice, because I feel like they don't want to have to chase them down. And you wonder why you had money stolen from you from a man who (laughs) knocked on your door and said he was working next door. You wonder, you Mark. He doesn't want them to have to chase them down. That <laughs> in the is, room, there's people in there. Well, no, but the cleaning people shouldn't be responsible I for see. picking up my junk. You Says know what I mean? the guy who earlier admitted he doesn't tip Ubers. Correct. Um, that's uh, okay. I'm going to think about that. Thank you, Allie. <laughs> Are, <laughs> we Are we done? Are we done information. Here? Yes. Well, I was the, the boarding <laughs> <too early>. <laughs> The <laughs> boarding pass thing, it's just always bugged me. Like, I never, I never got why that was such a no-no. But if what you're saying is true, that makes sense. I like that Bean asks the question and thinks that there's smart people here. And then when we give him an answer, he's like, eh, not buying it. I don't know. I'm going to Google that. Just uh, <laughs> just make sure. Um, I'm not that big of a Bean fan. Okay. Oh, wow. Happens. Yeah. So it's real. Real stories. Some birthdays. Slash. Daniel Radcliffe, Woody Harrelson, Monica Lewinsky, Marlon Wayans, Catherine Hahn, and one half of the duo that is magic that makes up Depeche Mode. Not Dave Gahan, no, no. Martin Gore. Oh my God. I'd like to punch him in the face. Why would you say that, sir? That's what's happening. Thanks, Ellie. On your uh, drive home today, <laughs> listen to Stryker and Klein. They've got a commercial-free 5 p.m. hour, a random act of helpfulness from these SoCal helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow, mo- tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. We have Would You Like to Take That Back? Kevin. God damn it. We have uh, animal stories. There's a story that says 25% of people who deliver food eat some of that food. Oh, is, no. That is such a high number. No. 25%. Yes. I feel like that's a high number, too. No. Little, little taste on the way, that's all. Ew. And remember the uh, woman that married the pirate ghost? The 300-year-old yeah. pirate ghost? How can I forget her? Didn't work out. What? Oh, oh, come on. Divorce. What? They were no. perfect together. No, oh divorce. Gosh. I know, it's a bummer. Hmm. And also tickets for 21 Pilots tomorrow morning. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-R-O-Q! K-R-O-Q!
K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.